Welcome to the Divine Purpose Podcast, where we transport you along one of the more dynamic journeys of life. Have you ever been curious to know what it takes to become a successful leader? Or about knowing the secrets of life through the Bible? How about engaging in conversation where no topics are off limits? We will take you to new levels with guests who can help you grasp the importance of your calling. Now, here's your host, Eddie Dacius, founder of Dacius Facilities Management. This is Eddie Dasius, your host. We have a great show for you today. Um, Today's episode is brought to you by Dasius Facilities Management. Dasius Facility Management, they can manage your commercial property with a variety of services, such as uh, project management, vendor management, and cleaning. Call them now at 617-237-0106 or go online at Dasius fm.com d-a-c-i-u-s-f-m.com my guest today is an extraordinary man he's a man of god a husband a father and a senior pastor of the free pentecostal church of god he's also an alumni of bentley university pastor gene pastor gene how are you doing today doing eddie uh, we're doing well uh Excited to be here with uh, Divine Purpose uh, listeners uh, uh, on this uh, podcast, and we're looking forward to the discussion. All right, so thank you for coming today. Um, we have a great show for you guys. So let's go with Pastor Gene. So, um, what can you tell us about yourself, Pastor Gene? Sure. Um, well, Eddie, give you a little summary about us. Personally, I'm a, a husband to a wonderful wife. Uh, my name is Peyton St. Uh, Lewis. Uh, um, I'm a father to a wonderful and awesome son, 10-year-old son. He carries uh, my name and my, uh, my his grandfather's name, uh, Josiah G. Michael Lewis. Uh, educationally, like you said, uh, uh, we... Uh, we had the opportunity of, uh, of uh, having a bachelor's degree at, uh, at Bentley University uh, here in Walton, Massachusetts, and currently we're still pursuing our divinity, uh, our master's in divinity at the Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary, uh, the QM campus here in Boston also. So professionally, I'm a senior pastor at the Free Pentecostal Church of God. And uh, spiritually, I'm just pursuing uh, the love, uh, the the love of serving and loving God, and uh, serving and loving people. All right, thank you, Pastor, for coming in today. Um, so, where's your church located? Uh, our church is located on 249 Harvard Street uh, in Dorchester, Massachusetts. Uh, uh, we are. Uh, uh, predominantly French speak, uh, French Creole speaking, uh, Haitian uh, uh, congregation. Uh, where are, but we we are uh, working also to uh, cater to our English speaking community uh, here in Boston too. Uh, our mission uh, simply is to make an impact at uh, at, at home, uh, our church, and. Uh, community with the gospel of jesus christ oh yeah so um do the church has a website yes our website is uh online uh, www.f as in frank p as in paul c as in charlie and g as in gamma uh dot online so that's www.fpcg.online yeah so and we're gonna have it um posted too um so how did you become a pastor? <laughs> ah, well, this, uh, uh, to make the story short for you, um, we were born and raised in a, uh, a 
in a Christian uh, household, uh, Caribbean Christian household. So uh, our parents definitely encouraged us to make sure that we uh, went to church and encouraged us to have a relationship with uh, God. And uh, I have to tell you, through the the years, uh, it wasn't until I was around maybe 15 years old that I uh, uh, really uh, took uh, my walk with Christ seriously. And in the age 18, uh, we uh, had taken the step to be uh, baptized, and uh, we've been in church ever since, you know. So we've done everything from being a musician to uh, uh, to doing Sunday school to uh, um, to being youth president um, and then finally to be uh, consecrated as a youth pastor in 2008 2013 uh, to be uh, um, uh, uh, elevated to uh, assistant or associate pastor and then ultimately in 2016 to be installed as the senior pastor of uh, the congregation. So your calling, was it a dream or is it? did you hear God? Was it like uh, Moses? <laughs> or was your calling? I want to I say that my calling, uh, it, it, it was a, in the beginning, because again, uh, in life you're always uh, uh, trying to understand certain things I, I'd have to tell you that in the beginning of, of my uh, of my uh, if you want to say my lifetime I knew that uh, you know uh, God's hands was on me I didn't probably at that time have the deep uh, understanding understanding that it, it was a call but I knew something was different about me uh, and uh and uh, as you know, little by little, as the years progressed, you know, we added, you know, uh, uh, we took, you know, uh, the different clues that God gave us to understand that ultimately that He had special purpose and special plan uh, for us in our lives. So I would say my calling, you know, in, in a nutshell, is something that I discovered uh, in my pursuing a uh, deeper relationship with God. I can um can you tell more about your family? Ah uh, yes, uh, my family. So again, I was born uh, of the Lewis household. Uh, we're we're a Haitian Caribbean uh, household. Uh, with uh, it was my mom, my dad, so my mother Gladys Frederick Lewis, my dad the late uh, uh, Bishop Reverend Michael uh, Lewis. Uh, and then uh, it was us four uh, children. So it's myself, my younger brother Daniel Lewis, Nathaniel Lewis, uh, my, uh, who was the third sibling, and, and my fourth baby sister, uh, Deborah Lewis, uh, the princess. Um, and uh, you know that was our family in a nutshell. Um, I, I think I remember, maybe if I'm not mistaken, a few years back. Your your dad was kidnapped. This is true. Uh, in the year of uh, uh, 2012, if I'm not mistaken, in the year 2012, uh, um, very. I mean, it's a very vivid, you know, experience. Uh, this is summer of that year. Um, he normally goes to Egypt. I mean, he normally goes to uh the middle east uh to to uh to uh if you want to say walk the footsteps of jesus christ so uh that year was a little bit different um uh, in going to israel uh, they had added a stop which was egypt and in the uh in the itinerary and unfortunately for the uh for him uh, that year that year was a year that uh was pretty turbulent over there and uh and uh like you said you know so the trip started off uh pretty okay and then uh, as they were in the area of 
uh, uh, you know, the Sinai Peninsula in Egypt, uh, their their um, bus was uh, stopped by a, a uh, group of uh, uh, you want to say kidnappers, uh, uh, and uh, they weren't initially going to take my dad, but they were going to take a, a young woman that was on the bus. Uh, but uh, him being who he was, he was in the back of the bus sleeping, heard all the, the commotion, asked uh, uh, what was going on, and when they can translate to, to him, you know, that uh, it was a kidnapping. And he offered himself uh, uh, to be, you know, in place of the woman. They ended up taking both of them. Uh, we, we're thankful, though, throughout this traumatic and uh, experience. Um, after three, you know, tumultuous days, uh, almost four, uh, um, he was able to be released after a lot of prayer, a lot of uh, 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 a lot of work also uh, in the background, <laughs> um, a lot of uh, uh, learning how to reach out to people of uh, influence and people of uh, power. Uh, we were able to get uh, uh, the word out uh, via social media and, uh, and, uh, and news uh, media outlets and through God's help and, and uh, the intervention of many other people putting their hands together, we were able to get him back at, um, after, I think it was three days. Oh, three days. Three days, yeah. All right. So how was it for you guys? It was, a, again, it was a pretty, you know, uh, tough uh, time. Uh, uh, pretty tra uh, traumatic experience. At the end of the day, I mean, you are prepared for different things in life. Uh, kidnapping is not a, it's not one of those things. Um, but uh, it's an experience that I wouldn't wish on anybody. Um, for those who have been through that experience, you know, um, they can understand. Uh, but uh, I'm just thankful that, uh, you know, uh, fortunate for us, the outcome was, uh, was us having him return back to the United States uh, so um, my, my next question would be so what do you think is your uh, the late pastor Michelle Lewis his legacy uh, I believe for my father his legacy boils down to on uh, the uh, to what uh, we're taught you know by our Savior uh, and Lord Jesus Christ uh, when he was approached to ask uh, what is the greatest commandments, he had responded, um, the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, your, your might. Uh, and secondly, was to love your neighbor. Uh, my father uh, loved God, uh, pursued, you know, uh, excellence in serving God. And, and at the same time, he loved people and pursued excellence in serving people too. So his legacy boils down to the pursuit of excellence in serving and loving God, pursuit of excellence in serving and loving people also. Yeah, um, I remember uh, when he came back, there was that um, ceremony we had. Um, and he said, I think he weighs his Bible. He said, everything in the Bible is, is true. true. Yeah. And that's really um touch me when he said that this is true because you know we can we can say we believe in god but it's another thing to experience speaks, yeah, to, yeah i think it did i think it did um so yeah so what do you miss about him i know we we just it was two years yeah um he was laid to rest uh he died in uh the month of uh, January, uh, uh, to be exact, the ninth day, uh, to be exact, uh, he went in the ninth day and passed away the 15th day. So all of these dates are pretty clear in my mind. I am relating the rest uh, uh, on the second day of February in 2019, just trying to coordinate, you know, his, uh, his celebration uh, of life service. There's anything I missed from him. I mean, there's many things, you know. 
uh, he was somebody that was always involved in our lives. You know, uh, he was. Uh, uh, I mean, he was in, in interweaving in all of our lives. I mean, uh, one thing that I miss is 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 counsel, his advice. Uh, he was somebody that you can always reach out to. You know, uh, as a uh, sounding board. You know, if you want to say. So I definitely missed his companionship for, uh, in, 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 in wise counsel, if you want to say. I mean, his love, too. Uh, there's many things, many things that I don't think we have enough time in the show. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Um, one thing I remember about your dad was um, I had uh, this interview, a big interview, and I, I had to drive uh, from boston to marble and i went to a rental car company but i couldn't i couldn't went to car because i wasn't 25 and i needed to have a credit card all that and your dad was driving he was on his way to his radio show and he, he saw me he gave me a ride i explained him what was my situation so <laughs> He went to another company. He has people he knows there, and they allow him to get me a car with his credit card. And I was like surprised because not everybody will do that for you. But that was that was your dad. That's why, like um, that was one thing that really uh, touched me, and then I miss him for that too. Yes, yes, yes. And again, like I said. Uh, he pursued, he was the uh, epitome, if you want to say. He embodied what it really truly meant, meant to uh, love uh, God and love people, love, serve uh, God and love and serve people. So that's what he did. Uh, he'd give you the shirt off his back. And I'm not saying that's what caused him to pass because at the end of the day, God, you know, has control over all of these things. But um, he, um, sometimes I, I, you know, think back of some things and sometimes you love people to the detriment of yourself. <laughs> and I think it, he really, really wanted to, you know, uh, help people. And sometimes, uh, you know, doing so, and doing so, it was to the detriment of himself too. All right, so we're gonna take a quick break now. So word of the week. All right. Um now, Pastor. So what's your favorite sports? Well, my favorite sport, if I had to choose, I mean I like a lot of sports, but especially uh we're in the season of football and I know a lot of people love football. I don't mind watching a little bit of football here and there. Uh but if I had to choose a sport it would definitely be basketball. <laughs> Why basketball? <laughs> I, I like basketball because it's just a sport that uh, um, I was always, uh, you know, fascinated by growing up. Um, I, uh, you know, played intramural basketball too. Uh, um, and, and, and in college, I mean, it's a sport that you can do even in the back of your house, in yeah. the backyard of your right, house. So right. That's why I like it. <laughs> so, which which team you rooting for? Uh, I'm always a hometown team, so I love all teams, you know, especially the Boston Celtics. But if I could choose the team, you know, also in addition to the Celtics, uh, I, I put, uh, I've developed a ground, a, a good. Uh, uh, found love and respect for the uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. What if you want to say? Yeah. Uh, what? Come on, Lakers, Pastor. Yeah. Lakers. Uh, yeah, you know, and and I the the love 
is because of you know the the great and late uh, uh, Kobe Bryant, uh, and uh, it yeah. continues through the legacy of uh, being uh, LeBron James. And, Kobe was the man. Uh, he was definitely the man. <laughs> the Mamba. Yeah, me. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm just. I'm a coach. I like. I love Doc Rivers. I, I remember when he was back with the Celtics. I was a Celtic, and he moved to LA Clippers. <laughs> so why now you can consider me as a 76. <laughs> 76. Sixers. Yep. So because like I like what it brings to a team. So what's your favorite show? Ah, uh, favorite shows. Uh, I tell you that I don't really have a favorite show. Uh, uh, aside from news, but if, if it's not news, I'm watching what my wife is watching. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, she 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 helps me, you know, orientates me and what's what's uh, hot, what's uh, what I should be watching. Sometimes that encompasses cooking shows. Home improvement shows, you know, and a little bit of uh, reality shows too. Sometimes, <laughs> uh, like 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 uh, go quick on your education background. Sure. So your your time at Bentley, how was it? Uh, time at Bentley was not bad. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can answer that question a lot of ways. Uh, academic academically, it was uh, pretty uh, challenging. Uh, um socially it was uh you know eye-opening also uh for me uh and uh, uh spiritually too i i want to believe that it, it helped strengthen me spiritually uh, my time away from my folks and to really um live on myself and to really rely uh on uh, not just my own understandings but to rely also on god so that's how i can answer the question in a nutshell now yeah i think um but do you do you miss it your experience there you had a lot of friends or let me tell you i miss you know i think you know college my college experience was a great experience if there's anything i missed out of it i sh I, maybe I should have pledged a, a, frater, a fraternity. That's the only thing. <laughs> oh, you didn't join a fraternity? I didn't have the time because of, uh, you know, ministry and everything else like this. You know, my parents just, they wouldn't leave me on campus, you know, for the weekends uh, unless there was a really pressing issue, unless there was so, an exam or something. <laughs> so you're telling me when you were in college, you you still were like you were involved in church still involved in church uh, because again you know it's mostly because uh my folks you know uh, i don't want to say just because of my folks but I, I did it too because again at the end of the day too um i did enjoy you know what i did in ministry too so uh there were some weekends i stayed on campus and then uh, but majority of the weekends i ended up coming back down home to support uh to be with family and to support the ministry so um what do you do on your free time free time let me see i mean i don't have a lot of free time but in the free time that i do have uh, i like to uh do one of two things spend it with my family or go to sleep <laughs> relax friends so. and family or go to sleep you know this but. is what i do with the free time so what is a, a typical day look like for a pastor? Uh, that's a very good question, too. Um, my my wife uh, helps me a lot so that I can keep my schedule, uh, keep my weeks uh, scheduled. Um, you know, there is structure on my weeks. You know, Mondays uh, normally, you know, this is pre-pandemic. No, Mondays are usually my day off, uh, Sabbath. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, you know, are usually uh, work days in terms of, you know, um, of uh, services, uh, in terms of uh, meetings, in terms of counseling. Uh, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I'm gearing up for uh, service for Sunday. And, uh, but Saturdays, I 
I have those days, I have that day off. It's it's usually reserved for time with either my wife or my son. So that encompasses the week. Uh, even though it's structured, it does have a provision in it. It does have spontaneity in it. And I think at the end of the day, that's what makes uh, the life of a pastor interesting. <laughs> so what defines a good pastor? That's a very good, uh, well, <laughs> what defines a good pastor? I think at the end of the day, uh, those who are good pastors, they are ones that um, have a good relationship with God. Uh, uh, they have the heart of God to ultimately, number one, love God, and secondly, secondly to love people. Love people. So, so boils down to. So let's say let's stay there in terms of. So, what is the if you have to define or describe the member of your church? What would be? What we would say if they are listening now about um, hearing you talking about them? So, what would you say? They are the biggest strength or weaknesses in terms of Christian well I mean the question I would I would like you to give me to to make it a little bit more specific I mean it's so broad I can talk about <laughs> members so much different type of members so again I want to make sure I'm answering the question right so you're asking me to describe members is that what it is no no like what type of church do you have okay so the type of church that I have you know um it's a mixture of uh of uh of different generations uh, uh not just different of generations meaning you have children you have juniors you have youth you have uh, young adults you know then you have you know the older the older uh, generation so there's you know transgeneration uh in addition to you know uh, multiple generations, this the congregation that I have in front of me also is uh, is called, you know transcultural also meaning you know there's multicultural, so it's multi generation, multicultural. So we we have Haitian, we have American, you know Haitian American, you know within us also. Um, so that means sometimes. We have to be able to preach in French, preach in Creole, preach in English, uh, um, and uh, and there's different, you know, uh, understandings to the, you know, to the cultures too. So there are some things that you know uh, we can relate to in growing up in Haiti. I was born in Haiti, but never grew up here. But hearing others talk about growing up in Haiti. And there's some things we can relate to, you know, growing up here in the United States. So that's how I can express it. You know, it's 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 multi multi generational, multicultural, so uh, multilingual. <laughs> so so it's a multi. <laughs> um. So let let, let 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 me put it this way. So what do you like about your church? I love I love people, you know. That's just who I am, and I think that's the reason why God put me, you know, there. I love, you know, I love the people that are there at the Free Pentecostal Church of God. I love uh, uh, their willingness to put their hands together with me uh, to push forward a vision that you know I believe in, and 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 I teach it to them, and they believe in it also. So. I, again, I love the willingness uh, that you know the members have, you know, at the Free Pentecostal Church. That whether it be adults or young, you know, young folk, um, I, I really appreciate their willingness. Uh, I'm not gonna ask you what. So what what um, what you don't like about the church, but what would you do like to what would you like to improve or see an improvement in the church? I mean, and again, we're all humans. Uh, 
if there is something I can point out, you know, that I would like to see an improvement, I just want, you know, people to perfect their walk in Christ, their relationship with God, because I think at the end of the day, everything boils down to your, your, your relationship with God. I can say, I wish that they can, you know, show up to service on time. <laughs> I can say that I wish that they, you know, I didn't have to remind them for certain things. You know, I can wish that they loved each other, you know, so I can point out so many other, uh, so many things, but I think at the core, it boils down to uh, whether or not you have a, the best relationship that you can with, you know, our Lord and Savior. And if you do, it will, it will uh, fix, it will uh, uh, rectify all these other issues that I can, you know, take a long time and talk to you guys about today. <laughs> Pastor, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, so let's go. So, hot topic. So, are you ready for those questions? I hope. I, I, I hope I'm ready. All right. So, the first question for Pastor: Can you be blessed and not be saved? That's the first question for Pastor Gene Lewis. Can you be blessed and not be saved? Can you be blessed and not be saved? Here's how I'd like to uh, proceed in answering this question. Uh, let me define what bless, you know, what I believe bless is. Uh, when you look at the word bless, uh, bless uh, points to, you know, uh, God's favor, God's protection. And in saying so, um, I believe that uh, um, for you truly to be blessed, uh, you need to have a relationship with uh, with God. And here's how I can, you know, elaborate a little bit more to you. Um, anyone can receive a blessing uh, from anybody. So that means, again, I don't need to be saved in order for me to receive a blessing. Uh, I don't need to be saved to to self-proclaim that I'm blessed um, but but I'm telling you at the end of the day when you boil when it boils down when the dust settles a true blessing cannot be only it cannot only equate to uh, certain tangible things that you know we believe that are blessings so and again, I'm going to go a little bit deeper. Some people say that because they have a car, they're blessed. You know, if they have a house, they're blessed. They have money in their bank, they're blessed. Uh, um, if they have a job, they're blessed. Uh, but I'm going to challenge you to, to let you know that, you know, uh, a blessing doesn't just encompass those things. Uh, um, to be blessed, I truly believe, you know, sometimes it can even reach to the intangible things to be in peace to have uh, love uh, to uh to have faith these are blessings you know also at the end of the day like i said it boils down to uh, uh what the definition says you know it's it's god's favor god's protection it's god's blessing it's god's grace so for you you know to be considered blessed you need to for me you need to have that relationship with the creator so a true uh, a true blessing or a true a person that's truly blessed is one that has his he or she has a relationship with our god our creator so is there anything you can do to be blessed <laughs> just like i said just to be in a good you know just to be in a relationship with god because again he is the one that's that is uh uh going to provide the blessing to you so it 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 it, it uh you know it's it's 
that person's worthwhile to say, hey, I want to cultivate that, you know, relationship with God uh, because he's the blesser uh, to bless me. I think that was well said and just to add to it. But if so, if if somebody's listening, anybody's listening now, so you're telling you're telling them that if they want to be blessed, not just having a car, good job, good wife, kid, mm -hmm. they need to cultivate a great relationship with God. And, and again, I, I'm glad because you said great. I'm saying cultivate a relationship. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So, so uh, because again, Jesus said, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. So, um, if we add great, then some people may say, well, I don't have a great relationship with God. Um, so I, I even, I, I, I'm very careful in threading that to say, cultivate a relationship with God. And, and what I love about God is he's going to meet you where you are. Uh, so you can have faith the size of a mustard seed and that will give you, you know, that will allow you the, the ability to, to, to establish you know that relationship with god and as you taste him and you see that he's good you continue to you know foster and continue to build on that relationship that you have with god and you build on your faith with god too so all right so i think you you put it well but um but if so if you're not blessed you cannot be saved or well and again i i think i answered in the beginning you you know so um i think that you know a person that's not saved you still can receive blessings you know you can believe you can receive it for me to say that you can't receive blessings I, that would be a lie uh when I'm talking to people, I always say, God bless you to whomever it is. I, I don't ask you whether or not you're Christian or not. No, I, I want you to be blessed regardless, because my uh, one of the things that I truly believe that God puts, you know, his 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 uh, 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 children on earth for, you know, is to be a source of blessing. You know, so if you're blessed by God, it's your job now to to be that source of blessing to others so uh it's not my job to to condemn people but rather you know to encourage people uh to uh to speak life into people so um somebody that is not saved you know you can receive blessings but i'll encourage you also as you're receiving blessings to understand that blessing you do not do not, you know, fall into this, you know, cycle of understanding that, you know, your blessings is just, you know, to be blessed is just the material or to be blessed is just the, the visual, to be blessed is the terrestrial, to be blessed is the temporal, temporal, you know, blessings go farther than that. And that's what I want to encourage somebody that's listening to this podcast tonight, uh, today, and understanding, you know, there's more to blessings than what you see. You okay. <laughs> and for you to understand the more that I'm talking to you, you need to have a relationship with Good. God. Oh, that's well said. Well said, Pastor. So we're going to have a break now, a commercial break. What comes before? smart decision choices a smart choice is the best option which is who we are that's why our clients expect more from us and in return get more in everything we do we understand the problem that's why we thrive for excellence we don't just create a culture we aspire to be a smart choice a voice for solutions we believe in integrity professionalism and teamwork is to bring results from our clients by working harder, smarter, and faster. As a team, we always deliver because we recognize your needs. Choosing smart influences us to be the best version of ourselves. That makes us different than other companies. It makes us confident in achieving our goals. It makes us who we are, and it makes us different. 
All right, this episode is by brought to you by Dasius Facilities Management. They manage your commercial property um, with a variety of services such as project and vendor management cleaning. Call them now at 617-237-0106 or go online at daciusfm.com, daciusfm.com. All right, Pastor, so how are you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> yeah, so we still here with Pastor Gene with more questions. So we're gonna go on a hot topic. Hot topic with Pastor Gene. Second question. So Pastor, can a politician can a pastor be a politician? <laughs> Can a pastor be a politician? Um, the way I can answer this question uh, 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 is, um, and, and and I know why this question comes up because again we got Raphael, Reverend Raphael <laughs> Warnock, you know, who was able to uh, uh, run for political office there in uh, in our beautiful uh, uh, state of uh, Georgia. Uh, but just a quick States. note, I yeah. think there was a great election, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. This one was a, it was a definitely, uh, you hear them always say it's the battle of uh, the soul of the nation. <laughs> this was uh, definitely uh, one of those uh, tough elections. Uh, but to answer your question, you know, should a pastor run? you know, for political office or, or can they run for political office? The way I would love to drill it down um, or re, re ask the question is, what is the motive, you know, behind, you know, uh, running, you know, being a pastor running for political office? Uh, uh, and the reason why I say that is because I truly believe that both positions, uh, being a pastor and being a a politician, uh, uh, at least a you know good politician. Uh, both positions are uh, what I can consider is a vocation uh, or a calling. You know, if you want to say, um, I believe that um, the 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 um, position of being a pastor is one of the high you know one of the higher highest callings that you know you can uh you can have uh in serving god and serving people while you know uh, uh serving as a politician or serving as a public you know serve you know a politician is is a calling of being a public servant to people so to answer your question like i said i would like to know what the motive is you know uh rather than can a pastor be you know uh uh a politician but I, I think i think that you know to have people of god in in the government is a good thing <laughs> yeah but i think but it's the, a good the, thing you know the, does have. he has to be a pastor because well, we, again, we just mentioned yeah you define a pastor yeah, previously yeah. And and I was asking you, okay, pass. What's your typical day look like? Yeah. You said you can't even say because uh, I imagine you get it, people calling. Lot, you lot, have to yeah. visit. Yeah. It, you know. It is, it is a lot. But isn't isn't it com like a and, conflict? And and, and, and of, that's why I said you know it really needs to boil down to what the motive of that uh, of that pastor is in running for political office. Uh, um it's the intention what where is their intentions um for me i i would never run for political office because again um with the calling that i have in the in the time you know uh, uh or in the position you know that i am in in my in my life i don't have time to pursue another vocation to pursue another you know, uh, uh, another caller, a calling of that stature, because I know to serve uh, uh, in the political uh, 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 arena or, uh, or uh, field will require uh, time, you know, of my hands. Uh, but I 
totally understand though, you know, uh, that um, when I read scripture, whether you're talking about people like uh, uh, Daniel, whether you're talking about people like Joseph, you know, there were people that were involved in, you know, in, you know, uh, the government, if you want to say, and the politics, if you want to say, because it, at the end of the day, uh, what better people that you would want to, you know, hold, you know, uh, uh, positions of power, if not, if not, you know, people that, you know, are godly people. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So there is a benefit in, in it happening. Uh, 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 but again, it boils down to what's that, you know, motive that the pastor has, you know, to, to, you know, to run for office. But honestly, I think being a politician is to abide to the constitution. Yeah. Well, but the, being a pastor, is, the Bible is... It's still by, by the by, you know, by, you abide by, by, by the, the Bible, God, so yeah. you cannot serve two masters, two masters at the same, at the same time. time. Well, and again, you know, it boils down to my, you know, to my, uh, uh, to my uh, initial pitch again. What's the motive? Uh, uh, yes, as a politician, you do adhere to what the constitution of your country says. You know, uh, uh, you adhere to it. You you know um, and and it is your model and and how you you know how you uh, probably will uh, react to certain things. Whereas in in your your vocation as a pastor, your 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 uh, you you adhere to what the scripture says. And, you know, off, you know, sometimes scripture and, you know, the constitution, they walk hand in hand and sometimes they may disagree. <laughs> and, you know, being a pastor that's in politics, you know, politics, you know, when you do reach those instances, you know, um, again, it boils down to, you know, what was your initial motive in, in pursuing, you know, the vocation. Again, for me, I wouldn't do it because, again, I understand the uh, the um, responsibilities that both uh, uh, both type of callings have. I believe that you know, being a pastor myself, that calling is uh, is enough. It is it has enough in it, you know, to keep me busy for the for you know the period of time that allow that God allows me to to be there. Some some pastors, depending on the phase in their in their uh, pastoral life, maybe they have the you know the the opportunity to pursue another avenue. And if they want to do you know a run for political office, and and they have the right motive behind it also, and you know we want people of God to represent us, you know, in in places. In place, of power. yep, makes sense, <laughs> makes sense. But um. It's not a trick question, no, but, no. but if you if you if you had a chance to be something else, I think you went to Bentley. Mm -hmm. You um you have a degree in computer science. science. Yeah. But what would be your title if if uh, if you had if 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 I had the ability if, to do anything other yes. than being a pastor? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This is a good question. Um, if I had the ability to do anything else, then, you know, I have to tell you, you know, I think I'd just be, you know, a normal, uh, loving husband, loving father, um, and just try to live life. I mean, I don't think I, you know, I don't know I, I that's a very good question I think I'm you know a little bit uh, uh, loss of words <laughs> probably a musician I, no no you say no. you I've, play I've you, been, I've been you a play. musician before <laughs> and, and, and 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 I give a lot of credit to you know musicians you know all my musicians that are listening I give you a lot of credit uh, 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 the life of a musician is not an easy one, especially for those who are pursuing it, you know, for the love of music or, you know, the way that they're supposed to pursue it, you know. So 
uh, and it comes with its advantages and disadvantages too so there are lonely times for musicians too <laughs> so yeah. i don't think for musicians i don't think pursuing for musicians i think i just want a regular life you know <laughs> a regular life a regular life to be a you know to be a regular husband a regular father you know so uh and 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 just have a regular life as as you know I, I hope somebody can understand what I'm saying in the podcast. Nah, nah. I think yeah. they, they, they follow in there. Yes. All right. So let's take a quick break on um on this now. Do you want to maximize the value of your commercial property and achieve optimal productivity and efficiency in your day-to-day -day business operations? That's where Dacius Facilities Management can help. DFM offers Boston area businesses help in key areas like building and preventive maintenance, handyman services, project and vendor management, and even security consulting at competitive rates. Call Dacius Facilities Management now at 617-237-0106 or visit DaciusFM.com today. All right, so we are back with yeah. Pastor Gene. Pastor yeah. Gene, are you ready? I am. Are you I ready? Am. So we have a challenge. So the challenge is like dancing like David. <laughs> so dancing like David. So we're going to play it. Let's yes, go. Yes, yes. And David danced before the Lord with all his might. Samuel 6, verse 14. All right. So we're going to have uh, Pastor Gene. <laughs> so <gonna> so <laughs> he's going to start that challenge with you. Oh, Lord. So we're going to play his favorite song. And we're going to see. All right, it. so Pastor, are you ready? I, well, I'm ready. Let me put the let me, put, let me get myself ready here. All <laughs> right, so but is that happen? Like that's usually happen to you when you're driving and then you playing a song and then you oh, yeah. get lost. Oh yeah. Oh, and then yeah. oh, you know the praising God all for the all that He's all done the for time. you. All the time. All the time. Can you touch on that? I can, I can, you know, because again, music, you know, I think that's the way that God built music is to, you know, is to touch, you know, feelings is uh, to, is to relate with you in certain ways that other things don't. So definitely sometimes you're on, on I-95, I-93, I-90, you know, and then and then you hear something that hits your soul and you, you start bopping your head and, and, and stomping in your feet just don't make you make sure you keep your feet on the pedals though <laughs> <laughs> you know but uh, i i definitely can relate to uh, yeah this is yeah 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 brothers and sisters i like all right that's, that's pastor gene jam back to the one that can make your I next love chapter it. your best chapter so dancing like david it's not like you, 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 I don't know. So I think David was happy that um, he, was happy, he was happy that God, you know, where God took him from. Yeah. He was thinking about that. Yeah. And when David danced, it wasn't just no, you know, nah, no conservative uh, dance. Crazy nah, dance. Yeah. There was no conservative dance. It was a Shabbat dance. All right, so that's your Praise, you understand? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it was, it was such a, it was such of a dance that you know it put him in big problems with his wife. His wife says, you know, you need to, you need to, you know, fix yourself up. Don't you know you, you the You're king? king? Yeah, you he cannot be that, dancing you know, like that, right? If you, thought, if you thought that I was worse, if you thought I was bad, I can be more indignified than that. So there's some places that God, you know, is taking you from, and when you remember those things, you know, it, it, it pushes you, it pushes you, it, it, it causes you, to, you know, to act in, in a fashion. Some, 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 some people that will break down and dance. Some people may not understand your dance, but God does. You may not understand your moves, but God understands your moves. All right, so that's me right there. 
All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yo, that's the song that uh, I think I was playing um alexa and then okay and then so she, i usually say play gospel music and, and then play that one for you yeah is this big mike i think is that what it is pastor mike is that pastor mike i love it pastor mike jr i love it i love it all right so we want our listeners to post on our social media handling yes. all the dance they want a christian song with their family partner friends yes. siblings so we we want them praise god so send us some please um clips so please. we had pastor gene dancing a little bit here yes. with us so hopefully you catch this pastor gene dancing all right I appreciate it. The only thing I know, right? Before my my old my older folk, they 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 call me on the phone telling me pastor. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think that was great. That was great. Thank so, you. Uh, like I said, pastor. So we really appreciate you came in definitely and start up um, our show. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure to be here with you, Eddie, and Divine Purpose. I truly believe this podcast is going to be truly revolutional. Uh, um, it's going to help a lot of people um, understand um, God's uh, purpose for them in their lives. Uh, and if there's anything I would want to leave, you know, your 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 uh, listeners with is is that God has a purpose for each and every one of us. And in order for you to find your purpose in God, uh, it requires, you know, you to pursue that relationship with him. Uh, uh, Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11 is a, is a text everybody loves, you know. Uh, they know that God has a plan for them, plans to prosper them and not to harm them, plans to give them a, a, a peace. But I want you to also read the couple of verses that pursue, that 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 go after that and 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 they say in verse 13 if i'm not mistaken said if you seek him you will find him if you seek him with all your heart so in pursuing your purpose your divine purpose in god it's pursuing god and in pursuing god he will ultimately reveal to you your purpose uh and uh, in life so thank you for taking the time and you know to listen to uh, this podcast with me and i hope you were able to find a few more things you know uh, about me that you didn't know and uh and may you continue to prosper in this year god bless you all right thank you pastor so that was um our first podcast with Pastor Gene from yeah. the Free Pentecostal Church of God. Uh, please subscribe to this channel yes. and like us. Um, share it with your friends. You can find us on Facebook at DP Podcast Live, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. All right. Thank you for staying with us, and we'll see you guys soon.
Welcome to the Divine Purpose Podcast, where we transport you along one of the more dynamic journeys of life. Have you ever been curious to know what it takes to become a successful leader? Or about knowing the secrets of life through the Bible? How about engaging in conversation where no topics are off limits? We will take you to new levels with guests who can help you grasp the importance of your calling. Now, here's your host, Eddie Dacius, founder of Dacius Facilities Management. Eddie Dasius, your host. We have a great show for you today. Um, today's episode is brought to you by Dasius Facilities Management. Dasius Facility Management, they can manage your commercial property with a variety of services, such as uh, project management, vendor management, and cleaning. Call them now at 617-237-0106 or go online at Dasius fm.com d-a-c-i-u-s-f-m.com my guest today is an extraordinary man he's a man of god a husband a father and a senior pastor of the free pentecostal church of god he's also an alumni of bentley university pastor gene pastor gene how are you doing today all right so thank you for coming today um we have a great show